Okay, okay. we're recording now. All right. What? what? Welcome right, to Chris yes. Goes Wellness. <laughs> we're going to get a really cool intro music, you know, like elevator type music or like, you know, we're coming because this music is there. Okay. So our first official podcast. Yes. We're excited. I'm Pauline. I'm Jamie. And we are owners of Crystal Coast Wellness and Performance Center. We should have practiced so we said that at the exact same time. Yeah, then we'd be really dorky. <laughs> <laughs> so we're uh, we're bringing you these podcasts to be educational and entertainment at the exact same time. Sometimes they will overlap. <laughs> and sometimes we will disagree and that will be the entertainment part. <laughs> it will. It will. It can get heated up here. <laughs> so um, I guess we'll start with telling everybody our background. Do you want to start first? Sure. So I am a um, physical therapist by trade. I did outpatient orthopedics for going on 13 years. I have been a personal trainer for over 15 years because that's how I started was putting myself through PT school. Um, And I have just had a basically lifelong passion for fitness. And as I got through PT school and used my personal training background to help me in PT school, I just realized that um, I really wanted to work with people and help them get fit. And then I left the physical therapy world because I saw a big gap in how trainers were able to train people that were, I call them special populations, meaning they're damaged. It's like damaged goods. You know, we're injured. We come back from surgery, but we're not 100% or we don't necessarily need surgery. We need exercise, but we don't really know how to do it safely. And so anyway, I saw this big gap um, in that and I you know, decided that I wanted to step away from physical therapy formally and start doing personal training. And so then that's how I ended up here. How scary was it to step away from personal training and physical therapy? It was absolutely terrifying. (laughs) I'm not going to lie. It was terrifying, but I also knew it was the right step. And then when I had approached Jamie about coming and working at her gym, um, because she owns Anytime Fitness here in Moorhead City, um, she and I had been friends previously and been coworkers previously. And when I came back, it was just the right fit, the right time. Um, and it just worked. So you definitely helped me not be quite so scared as to what was going to happen. But it has been a terrifying <laughs> ride, but I wouldn't trade it for anything in the world. <laughs> no, it was definitely the right moment when you came back. There's a couple times, you know, you try to do something like this and you can't force it. I mean, you can't force anything, yeah. right? No. In, in your life. And it just seemed like this was the perfect moment that yes. everything kind of blended together. And it's just been really fun yes then it's been amazing so what what um, about you you gotta tell us your background how'd you get here i was trying to keep it one-sided so i'm talking about myself (laughs) um too bad so i guess i started you were getting on me about my 20 years but i do have to say (laughs) not to age myself i did take my first certification when i was 15 my aunt had to proctor it i had to get a ride to my aunt's house to be proctored this is how much of a nerd she is (laughs) my first client was at 16 um, but anyways, so yeah, it's been quite a few years and I, I knew that I really wanted to be, um, outside and moving. I knew I didn't want to be in an office. So that kind of, and I liked exercising. So I went to school and got an exercise science degree. And then I realized that, uh, through some program development that I needed to get a master's. So I got a master's in sports medicine and I took an interest in, um, what am I at? What am I saying? I took an interest in research. And so I really liked that for a while. And then I decided that an opportunity had come along to own the gym. So I did that. And it's been a lot of fun. And I always knew that eventually out of the gym would create a wellness center. Because I, I knew I wanted a one-stop shop. Because like you, there was this big gap 
Like yes. there's a big gap between like physicians, physical therapists, and then the lowly personal trainers, yes, you know, because it's we get such, treated so bad. Well, it's such <laughs> an unregulated field and a lot of people don't know what they're getting and a lot of people just don't they don't understand because when has it ever been explained to them? You know, the sure. different levels of personal training and the benefits of having a degree trainer versus a non degree trainer. So um I just figured we needed somewhere that would have all of those specialties in one place. And then we decided, um, I heard some terrible advice. Uh, one of the, one of the clients had come in and had said something, you know, some kind of my brother's sister's wife said <laughs> this about nutrition. And I just kind of threw my hand down and was like, that's it. I'm going back to school. So I got another bachelor's in nutrition and I'll be, I'll be a full on RD in the summer. So, so that is basically my background. Just, a. Uh, a lot it's pretty um, amazing i like grunt work <laughs> i don't know is it i mean i think it's amazing because it, it was a really long journey but like, yeah i like we both like learning i think that's what yes. makes us fit together really well don't you think i do because we both like learning but we also like different things yeah um and so we complement each other what you're good at i'm not good at what i'm good at you're not necessarily exactly. good at so we kind of bounce we just balance each other really well yeah i think that that's um, the really most important part of having this partnership and that's what makes us so strong yes you know is that we really have a lot of things covered but we're also willing to say well we need to learn more yes or bring or in another specialty help. yes um and I, I definitely think that that has to do with crystal coast wellness yeah and, and that's where crystal coast wellness came birthed so to speak was when we came together and kind of looked at each other and we're like man we're missing these things you've got this skill i've got this skill and we decided we were going to partner together and create Crystal Coast Wellness so that we now do have that one-stop shop that you were talking about. Yeah. We have nutrition. We have fitness. We have physical therapy. Um, we have testing where we can kind of look at where you are baseline and get you to where you want to be the smart way, the safe way. Yep. Um, we've got you know educated professionals in our staff, and we've just really focused on giving quality over quantity. Really blending all the disciplines, you're right, and, and not losing that disconnect that we were feeling between all of the different practitioners. Yes. And just kind of keeping it in-house in a sense that we know who we're sending our person on to. Yes. And we, we can get that information. You know, we have a massage therapist on staff, and if they end up receiving someone and it looks like they have a muscular imbalance, you know, we know that we they can go to Pauline. If they have, you know, one of their setbacks is nutrition they can come to me and then we have strength programs and then like she said testing i think that's a really novel thing for our our yes. business is that we have awesome toys yes we, we love do. our toys we do love our toys <laughs> this is how we're such freaking nerds <laughs> because we love to learn yes we've been in school forever and continue to do school like <laughs> things and we love our little gadgets and toys and electronic <laughs> stuff because we're super excited about some of the stuff that we have yes. but on, on that same token, like serious note though, it really does give us a way to be the best that we can be. Because if you don't know where you're starting, then how do you ever have a plan to get to where you want to go? Exactly. You I mean, don't. how can you tell if you're, what you're doing, what your is, is it therapist working? or what your trainer, yeah, is yeah. working. The only way, I mean, to do that is to do pre and post or pre and mid and constantly yeah. have assessments because exercise is not one of the thing, don't you agree, where you... You start and you finish. It is no. it's lifelong. I it's mean, forever. And it sucks most of the time. Yeah. I mean, well, it can. And then you, there's so many new opportunities. There but we are. were just talking about that over in the other room, that there's so many more opportunities out there for people 
to find something that they enjoy. I mean, there's dance classes. There's pole dancing classes. Oh, my gosh. I know. There's... Like, I mean, there's everything. They think there's a booty twerk Isn't class. Isn't there, like, a, um, have you, like, a hula hooping thing? Or did you see, see the Facebook thing that was the prancer size? Yes. <laughs> prancer size. But, hey, it counts as exercise because it gets your heart rate up. And it's fun. So, like, yeah. how it used to stink or the stigma, you know, where people are just like, it stinks. I don't want to do it. Like I, I said, it sucks. Yeah. I think we they got that mindset of that exercise sucks because they viewed it as a chore and not an opportunity or a privilege. And it's hard work. Yeah. It's not linear. Like, you're not going to always lose weight. You're not always going to get stronger. You plateau. You have setbacks. Like, there's this whole perfectionist tendency that if I don't do it perfect, that I need to stop. Mm-hmm. Or I'm not good enough. Or all these things. And I think it's turned exercise into, instead of being enjoyable... I mean, you and I enjoy it. We do it for the pure enjoyment. Do we have great workouts every day? No. Do we feel our best every day? No. But we enjoy moving our bodies and we look at it as an opportunity to get better. Agreed. Not as a chore that we have to do. Like you and I are always like, oh, we get excited about our workouts or I get to do this today or let's try this. And Mm -hmm. we're not always good at it. I still can't do a pull up. I'm gonna darn it one day. Gonna, I'm gonna. We're gonna get this pull up. Thing. Dead hang pull up one day. <laughs> but I'm getting close to being able to do a pistol squat. So it's like Yay. these things that get super super exciting. You have to make you have to make it fun. Exercise well, isn't always fun. You always challenge yourself, but I feel like so many people choose things that are just a monster. You yeah. know, they'll come in and they're just like, "I'm gonna work out of the gym three hours a day every single yes. day." And I'm like, "Why would you do that?" At, at my age, undisclosed age, not 40 yet, close, um, I I can't do three hours Dude, a day. I did hour, three hours one time this week. I gotta be done. And the next day, I didn't even want to admit it to the youngin that we got working <laughs> over there to Derek. And when he came in, I stood up real straight, but when he left, I was like, T-Rex, I'm dying. You know, like, it's not realistic. And it's we not. have a mobile job. I mean, I could not imagine working out three hours and then sitting at a desk. You know, for some, if you're an endurance athlete, this is old news. I'm talking. We're talking about new people yeah. that are just beginning. And we're talking. And we're not talking about like specific, like Jamie said, endurance events. This is totally different for an endurance long distance runner or cyclist or something like that. Most people don't need to work out for three hours a day. I no. mean, even people that are involved in soccer, basketball, baseball. Sorry, I mean, you really don't need to if you're doing the right things. No, there's um, a cost benefit analysis. There is. You know, and you just have to analyze that yourself and. Are you going to give, as I always say, like, if you're going to give three hours of workout, does that mean for the next 21 hours of the day you're going to be tired? Because then you're going to have less physical activity, and it's pointless. You've just ruined yourself for probably, I mean, I don't know about you, but at least 48 hours. Uh, I'm a little bit older than you. Still under 40, though. (laughs) You're knocking on the door. (laughs) I'm I'm right behind you. (laughs) But, no, I mean, it's true. And then you also have to think about what other things do you have going on in your day that are taxing stress-wise. You have to think about, like... Are you really giving 100% to that three hours? Right. No. You're, uh, are you texting in between sets? Are you breathing hard? Are you working hard enough? If you're not, are you really working hard enough exactly. to get the gains that you want? Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, you have to, the intensity has to match what your, what your goals are. And if you're spending three hours, but you're, you're sitting there for two hours of it in your rest breaks and stuff, are you right. really getting the results that you want? Right. Maybe you're not seeing them. So you need to change it up. 
I mean, that's that's exactly what you I mean, what what goal are you going to have? Yeah. What are you looking for? Are you really looking for something that's going to be provided for three-hour training sessions? Right. Are you just... A lot of times, that just increases my hunger. Mm-hmm. And, and unless really you're hungry. training for a marathon or a cycling like triathlon or something, you don't need to be running for three hours. No, no. <laughs> you're just uh, open for injury and, or and other problems. Who has three hours? Dude, I don't. <laughs> I keep my strength workouts an hour or less. Yeah. And I usually... A lot of times, that's combined with um, some cardio, too. So, I try to hit everything in an hour, and then my running is just separate that's Um. for general population if you're looking to start and and maintain a good goal being at the gym for an hour or less works now Mm. they're going to be outliers i've got to give that disclaimer when i do heavy lifting somehow i can't get out under 90 minutes i can't but i also have to plan that in my schedule and that's a lot of sitting it's a whole lot of I was sitting. just about to say. I mean, that's like sometimes three lifting? to seven minutes in between yes. sets, depending upon my yes. the percentage the of my one rep max that I'm right. doing. And I am I am spent. Yeah. So like active, it's it's going to be about an hour. Yeah. So that's agreed. what I was going to say. You have to kind of look at what you're doing. Like heavy strength training, you have to have that rest. Um, mm-hmm. That's understandable. It's a totally different goal, though, than just general fitness. But actively so working yeah. out about an hour. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's obtainable. People have... 30 minutes. We teach classes that are 30-minute sessions, our small group training. Oh, my gosh. We will kick your butt in 30 minutes right. and you do not need anything else Right. After you that. show up. You get trained with a group so it's fun. Heck, yeah. And then you leave. I mean, and we've seen people Done. have great results from that. Mm-hmm. I mean, personally, what do, you, what do you think has been the most – what have you learned the most about yourself and your training and the – Productivity, so like to obtain your goals over the years of training as being a personal trainer, you mean, or for yourself more, personally, um, training yourself, training myself, others. focus, focus on the goal. I was gonna say the I, same thing. You cannot, I personally don't think that you can come into something like this, especially if you're brand new or you're trying to make a major overhaul and not have some sort of focus. You can't fix everything at once. You can't come in and say, I'm going to completely revamp my diet. I'm also going to exercise seven days a week. And quit smoking. And I'm going to quit smoking. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, you can't do that because you are going to fail. I'm going to be 100% honest. You will fail on every one of those. Who wants to change all that at once? It's too much. So if you pick one thing, and so with my training, it's always been, what am I focused on? If it's a period where I'm really training for running and like a long distance event, my strength training, I continue to do it for injury prevention, but the focus is completely different than if I am taking a break from running and only running short races and I want to focus on my strength. Like right now I'm going through a strength period. Mm-hmm. I'm not running as much, right. but my workouts for strength have gotten significantly different. So I would say that training-wise it's focus. Pick a goal, not two or three. You pick one. What's right. your focus for the next three months? And focus on it for three to six months because you won't see change in a month. That's a good point because that one goal that you start to work towards, like your strength, will make your second goal, say it's speed, your time, that much, it gets not easier, but that much more productive. Absolutely. And it's a, I mean, it's There's a lot easier to change one thing at a time. I yes. mean, it's so crazy. You feel like your insides are shaking if you've got a million different things that you're trying to change at one time. Yes. And it's much more, like you said, much more likely to fail. I mean, in our experience almost all yeah it won't stick it can't stick and I you're setting yourself up in my opinion Mm -hmm. and this is just me but I think you set yourself up for failure when you try to do too much yeah um because there's just no way to focus on it there's no way to spend that much time and effort that you need it's hard Mm -hmm. I mean diet exercise health wellness all that's hard it's not you know I get on people sometimes with this whole motivation thing like motivation's a bunch of crap you don't (laughs) yeah in my opinion you don't wake up and be like ah 
gonna eat kale today and I'm gonna go for a run and this is awesome. No, I mean, as a trainer, as somebody who's been active since I was really young, I don't do that. I don't wake up and I'm not like, I'm so pumped. Now there are days where I am, and yeah. it's, but there are so many days where it's like, just put your nose to the grindstone and go. I don't feel like doing it, but I'm going to do it because mm-hmm. I know I need to. And so sometimes we just have to man up, put your big girl panties on and say, I'm going to do it anyway. Well, I mean, and a lot of times after you've started to do it, you know, I usually counsel people to say, like, even if you don't want to go, you still have to arrive at the gym. If you're on the elliptical for five minutes and you still don't want to, you leave. But the minute you break that habit of showing up, it just kind of is like a, a pattern. Yeah. It just it ripple effect. It just keeps going and going and going. And eventually you can fall in love with the feeling of training and quality of life and mental clarity and you just keep wanting to do it. So then you have more motivation and more initiative. But there are going to be those days, like you said, they're going to be hard. Yeah, they and are. And to understand they're going to be there, but you get through them. Yes. To get to the other side. Because no one, you know, so often people are just like, I'm just going to stop. I'm just going to stop because I didn't feel like it. And then you see them gradually decrease the time in the gym. Mm-hmm. Gradually decrease what they're watching, what they're eating. And they give themselves much more leeway. And then they're like, I'll reward myself with food. And then it's all over. Yeah. It's just, it's a gradual, it, it's it's sneaky. It's insidious, I guess is a word. It, you don't realize insidious. that it's... I don't know what that means. <laughs> it's sneaking up on Three you. degrees, I have absolutely no idea what that means. It's sneaky. Hope my mom's not listening. She's very big into vocabulary. Okay, so sneaky. It's we'll sneaky. have quizzes. It sneaks up on you. It's like, you know, you have that one day where you don't feel good and you give yourself permission to be... Um, to not exercise. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. As long as you know that the next day, no matter how you feel, you will. But that's where we have fall into these traps is we're like, well, I've got permission today. I really don't feel good. And then the next day is like, well, I still don't feel good. Well, that's a snowball. Like you said, it builds momentum. It's a ripple. Yep. You're going to end up um, starting. Um, hold on. Hold on, guys. We've had a... Um, do you... Do you I'm going to add a flag because she, she'll take that out. Okay. Um, um, where were we? I don't think they need me. Uh, we're okay. Okay. So, Jess, this one. is where we're going to pick back up. All right. So, we were talking about ripple effect. Um, yeah. The ripple effect of just like you, you have one day that's kind of off day and you choose to not work out. But then it... If you don't have a plan, like we were talking about, and that focus of what is my goal, it's going to turn into you don't come back to the gym. And we see it happen a lot. You get off because of a holiday or there's it, – it comes down to being we come up with lots of excuses. Oh, tons of excuses. I've got tons. them. <laughs> we are starting our rant or rave section. This is something that we've been talking about. And we'll either have a rant or a rave. And right now our rant is going to be um, like quitting and then choosing – to start on a day as though a Monday. An arbitrary Monday. Monday or January. People always want to wait. I'll start in January. Oh, that's January what our, 1st. Our New Year's. was about. Yes. Or I'll start Monday. Set a date. Why? Why? Just do it right now. This is totally... We're going to have a cowbell. You guys stay yeah. tuned. <laughs> it's going to get better. Yes. It's going to get way better. So this is this is definitely our rant. Yes. Um, I, I just don't... I, I don't know. Americans, we love eating holidays. We love eating holidays. There is yeah. one almost every six weeks. I started to look it up. Really? Yes. It's I mean, you've got... It's awesome. Let's just start with... Yes, it is awesome. <laughs> it like, is amazing. We both it keeps really us like alive. <laughs> but in terms of clients that we've seen and even ourselves, you know, for, for so long, it was just like, oh, well, it's Valentine's Day. I'll give myself a treat. Oh, it's St. Patrick's Day. I don't know about y'all, but I'm from beer. Savannah. Green beer. beer. Yeah. Lots and lots of drinking. <laughs> right? Um, 
prior, prior to kids. <laughs> then it's Easter. Easter candy. Then it's Easter candy. Exactly. And then you're going to go to Memorial Day and you're going to have cheeseburgers. And then 4th of July and Labor Day all the summer. And by the end of the summer, we see people falling off that point. Mm-hmm. And then you've got Halloween. We go into the big Ooh. season. All right. So we've got Halloween followed by Thanksgiving, followed by Christmas, followed by New Year's. So, like, when people are saying, I should just start on a Monday, I'm like, why? Just start today. And then learn how to get through all of those holidays. Because inevitably, between the time that you start, you're going to have a wedding, maybe a funeral, maybe a baby birth, maybe... You don't know. There's going to be parties. Life is never... There's never a perfect time to start. No. There will never be a perfect time to start. This is my rant. Like, why are you waiting? Right. Why are you waiting? Stop waiting. And you know what? You're not going to be perfect. And this is where I think it's an excuse. It's a way to excuse ourselves from starting today. Yeah. If we say, I'm going to start Monday, it's this excuse. And I've done it. I am probably preaching to the choir at all you people. Where you're like, okay, so these next three days are my last goodbye and then you go out and you eat all the crap that you think you have to give up right and you eat horribly and then monday comes around and you're like okay gung-ho and you make it through breakfast and you make it through lunch but you didn't have a plan or you didn't set yourself up for success and then dinner comes around you're starving because you don't really know what you're doing because you didn't actually go see a professional um anyway i've done this a million times and then you chow down and then you're like oh i ruined today and instead of starting back Tomorrow morning, you're like, I'll just do it next week. Why? Why? It's yeah. because we give ourselves the excuse to not be successful. We give ourselves an excuse to fail. Mm-hmm. And if you're always giving yourself an excuse to fail, you'll never succeed. 100%. Sorry, that was my rant. I just, hey, we like But I've rants. done it. Go. And that's where it's a rant. Is I'm not sitting on a box like I'm on a high horse here. Oh, I've done yeah. it a million times. We, I've talked to you about my, my self-sabotage. And that's a form of excuse like I sabotage myself I set myself up for failure because I there's a fear there there's a fear of what if I try so hard Mm -hmm. but I still don't get to where I want to be am I a failure then and so then if I self-sabotage or if I make these excuses then okay well it wasn't really my fault that I didn't reach my goal exactly it's real easy to fall into that so that's kind of where I start to rant about that to my clients and stuff is like stop and you're gonna mess up we all do. So instead of you mess up at breakfast, start again at lunch. You mess up at lunch, start again at dinner. Start again every yeah. time. Give Don't yourself wait a pass. Till Monday. Just move yeah. on. That meal is done. Yes. It's behind you. And each day, we think of dieting or we think of health changing in terms of days as opposed to meals or hours or, or lifetime. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, if, if you've messed up lunch because of this, this, or that, then don't mess up dinner. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean restrict for dinner. I can't stand that either. That's one of my rants. Yes. Is then they're like, well, I'll eat all my calories on lunch, but not for dinner. That's not how it works because then you've allowed that habit to happen mm-hmm. and, and you can't. So you've done what you've done for lunch. You still have the same for dinner. You have the same portion that you were planning, assuming that you had planned. Um, that's one of my, my big rants is also when people give up, have, feel like they need to give up foods. And it's not, they're just like, they'll see somebody, uh, maybe you'll get thinner, you know, they'll see Pauline's gotten thinner that she's got rocking arms and they're (laughs) like, oh, you just must eat kale and, and beans. But well, if you knew her, her diet, she actually (laughs) doesn't, she can't eat. I can't eat a lot of things. Dairy, soy. Um, but 
they'll assume that she basically eats salads. And when did salad become the only healthy food? I just need to throw that out there. But it's, it's you know, you have cheeseburgers. Uh, you yeah. have pizza. You Colossus have chicken wings. The best yes. And then no cheese. So people don't get is they're like, well, how do you eat all of that? You must have a fast metabolism. No, I personally I have probably the slowest metabolism. Um, it, metabolisms can be influenced by genetics. They can be influenced by lean body mass, gender, height, age, etc. But you don't have to give those things up. It's it's looking at them and just being like, okay, so you can't eat a cheeseburger the size of your head. No one can. Yeah. No. Maybe it's your age boy. Yeah, they but could. no one can. All right. So it's all about portions and pairing. And how do you feel after those foods? Yeah. It's like why start on a Monday? Are you going to feel good on Monday when you've eaten the entire house of all of the quote unquote bad foods? No, you feel like a complete butt. No, so how does that make you think you're going to start well on a Monday? Uh, and I agree. I agree wholeheartedly, I think. And you said something about habit. And I always um, had heard that it takes 21 days or to, to build a habit. And then I was just reading something recently, and it's like, no, actually the research shows it's like 60 days or more. It's way longer than we thought. Yeah. So like Jamie said, if you're building, and you're, you're building these habits – it takes so much longer to break them and build a new one. So do you really want to get in this habit of always giving yourself an excuse to stop and start again on a Monday right. when you could instead be building the habit to start again immediately right. and be successful in the but, long haul? You know, you made a good point too. Is Why does it always have to be 100% success right off the bat? Why does it have to start on a Monday? Why can't you know. just, you know, make breakfast your best meal? Okay, we'll work on lunch and dinner, but breakfast was good. That's yeah. a victory. Exactly. You didn't have to have perfection all day long. It's maybe you're used to having two glasses of wine at night and you had one. And you consistently had one, that's a victory. Maybe next time you water it down with seltzer. So you've had half a glass, that's a victory. Then you move to just the weekends. Mm -hmm. That's taken off. Check off your list. Then you move to maybe a breakfast. Maybe you don't snack enough so you end up eating all your food really at the end of the day. You know, there's so many behavioral things that you can change in small doses that, like we had said Add with the training, huge change. they trickle into different different parts where you're not just like, oh my gosh, I have to give up everything and eat foods I don't like. Don't eat foods you don't like. It will never happen. Like, it will never work I'm for you. I'm never going to eat tomatoes. Sorry. I don't care how good <laughs> they are for you. I hate them. Black olives. <laughs> Somebody See, I do like not eat <laughs> but but I don't and I don't know where it came from. I agree with you though. It's like this perfectionist tendency. It's either all or nothing. Mm -hmm. But why does it have to be all or nothing? Or did that come from? Why comparing can't... ourselves to other people? Social yeah. media. I, yeah, I mean, so I think and so it's an eats this um, protein shakes. Yeah, but keep in mind, and this is my other thing: is social media is always people's best foot forward. They aren't showing you what's behind the scenes, and they might be taking a picture of their um, great lunch, but you don't know what they ate for breakfast or dinner. That's you true. don't know if there's a candy bar Y'all go to my Facebook hidden. page. It looks like I live a wonderful life. <laughs> That's because I barely post on there. I if I do, why. it's some kind of success. <laughs> some kind of happiness, but I don't see all the well, sleepless nights and bags under my and eyes. And that's what I was just reading something the other day about. Why do we post on social media? Why do we do these things? It's because we're needing some kind of feedback. So we're wanting somebody to give us congratulations. We're wanting a positive thing. So you're not going to post something negative. Right. Unless you're trying to get people to like be super nice to you or give you these compliments or, or, or reinforce you somehow. But you're still setting yourself so, up for failure. If no one likes my stuff but my mommy, I get right. kind of like... Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's why we have to do it for ourselves. Or That's if why I self-like my stuff. Can you do that? 
Yeah. I'm totally going to start doing that. Yeah. Sometimes <laughs> I'm like, oh, I don't I'm know. the only one who likes that photo. <laughs> this, is, this, is, this is why I do not do well with technology. I need to do this. Yeah, you can self-like. The thing is, yes. it'll show, like, game on. I'm going to be I'm gonna be famous now. Self-like. Yeah. Oh, you will, based on your own life. <laughs> yes. You can only hit it once. So I'm if gonna, you hit it again, it'll unlike whatever, it. Whatever. I'm going to figure something out. We're I'm just old enough that technology is somewhat out of it's our confusing. grasp. confusing. Oh my gosh. All right. But anyway, I just think that those are some topics that we can definitely delve more into as we move on. Um, She is making me look bad. (laughs) Somebody out there sent me a a dictionary (laughs) and a thesaurus. I read textbooks lately. (laughs) I read lots. But I think these are things we could talk about more. I mean, we would love to hear y'all's input. Like, what do you have trouble with? What kind of resonated with you there's another big word resonated with you in this podcast um is there give me a dunce cat (laughs) yes if you can only see us now Um, (laughs) yeah what are some topics that y'all like what do you want to hear we'll put in the follow-up on our page i mean we are all about giving you our opinions (laughs) and tell us what if you have a new product and you're willing to take some constructive not even criticism because it's not like you made the product unless you did then actually don't send it to us if you've made the product i'm not sure we're there yet um but if you have a review if you have a type of foam roller a type of band a type of supplement anything that you like, health fitness physical therapy and nutrition related yep we will be happy to we can review it review and we it. can rant or rave on it yeah and if you don't send anything it's going to be a lot of ranting yeah a you gotta hear some raves man we'll yeah, have to we come up with a raves. rave next time well, i've got a lot of rants Rants are just easier. It's always easier to be negative. <laughs> Isn't but that we, like a bumper sticker or something? <laughs> it's true. We need to flip that script and make it easier to be positive. Yeah. Because we want you guys to Because we're positive. quite bubbly. It's, it's obnoxious. Yeah, can you tell? We're yeah. annoying. <laughs> it's all right. You'll love us. You'll grow to we love us. We love coffee too. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, foods. Even if there's foods, um, energy bars. Well, not so much energy bars. We don't really do much with energy no. bars. Anything that has caffeine in it I'm like, coffee. I do coffee. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. But if there's a food, if there's a health food out there, you're like, I don't know. This is what it says. It's supposedly a so quote-unquote superfood. Yeah, hit us um, up. We'll let, let us you know. know. So uh, hopefully we'll have some beautiful uh, music right now that Jess will add. And, and yeah, you'll all be able to leave with a nice little jingle. <laughs> Peace so, and hair grease, guys. Yeah. Next Peace time. <laughs> all right, bye. <laughs>